0: to share with you a mantra for myself that perhaps may resonate with you and is in need to be heard. So if you want to take a moment to be present with your experience and listen to my words, you can write down some notes if you'd like. This is more of a... Um, meditation, I suppose. Not really an OM kind of meditation, but a thought meditation around the idea of being a savior, of being a hero. I've talked about the drama triangle before. It's this hero, villain, and victim matrix of sorts. And uh, we get caught in codependent webs of needing a hero, or needing a villain, or needing a victim to feel important, to feel special. And I want to focus on the hero. For me, I can recognize the hero within myself that wants to make sure that my kids grow up to be successful, kind, loving, adaptable people, that My wife has all that she needs to make her art and her work and to go where she wants to go and do what she wants to do. And then I think about outward from there related to myself, I feel connected to my mental health story and then wanting to help those who are dealing with a similar story. And then personality types. I focused on INTPs for a while and wanting to support the INTP personality type to improve their situation, improve their story. And then more recently, I've been getting into like astrology and spirituality and transformation, and here I am again. (laughs) Um, But I think what's different this time for me is that I'm owning that this is for me. I mean, you get to experience it by proxy, but this is for me. And so I'm learning things for myself and through that have the ability to provide coaching when somebody needs coaching or somebody needs support that they come to me for. The difference between that and having been a savior is that this savior complex or this savior idea is about helping those who are unwilling to save themselves or don't even know that they need saving or want it, (laughs) you know, because it's about me and it's about proving a self-worth through external action. And so with that in mind, the mantra that needs to be communicated here is that you don't need to save the world. You don't need to save anyone. You don't need to do anything to prove your worth. You do not need to self-sacrifice anymore, not to the degree that you have been, not at the detriment of your own story, not at the detriment of your own Wants and needs and boundaries. You can stand up for yourself. You can be your own savior. You can be your own healer, your own coach. You do not need to save the world. You do not need to save your kids. You don't need to save your partner or your parents or your friends. Or some other abstract notion that the world is needing saving from strife or environmental change or from villain on an ivory tower, you know, sitting on Scrooge McDuck money. You don't need to save anything from anyone. That's partly because... Having to save people or save a situation is a way of putting ourselves above the situation. I'm the only person that is capable, smart enough, willing enough, able to save the situation. That puts ourselves on an abstract, arbitrary pedestal, which is very different from self-love. Self-love is not proving energy. Saviorism is proving energy. It's that I have this intelligence and I need to show it, or I have this capability and I need to show it. I'm the only one that can do this. That is different from contribution. Contribution is bringing your natural and learned skills, talents, and ability to a context or situation in which you are actually able to contribute and are needed or wanted, which usually it comes from an exchange with the other person or party, right? It's not creating a story in our mind that we are the only one that can do this, but knowing or being requested to provide some support and help, and our self-worth is not dependent on the outcome of that thing. My personal self-worth is not dependent on how many people I save, or whether or not my kids become successful. I would like them to be, and I will guide them, and I will do the best that I can. But their life and their choices are going to be their story, and I also need to honor that. My wife's story is her story. My story is my story. Your story is your story. So honoring that means this shift from savior to coach. Now I don't mean coach by profession, but you can also think of it as like contributor that you're developing your skills, your ability. And then you also have some sort of innate talent, whether that's based on personality types, understanding with your cognitive functioning, or some sort of just sensitivity or skill you've developed, whatever it is, whatever that exploration leads you to understand and be contribution is specific. Contribution is tending to a garden of life. It is not making ourselves grandiose It is not making ourselves bigger than we are, and it's also not creating a burden for ourselves that is bigger than it needs to be. You already have so much on your plate. You already have a lot going on in your life. There is a lot to be worried about, concerned about, to plan for, to think about, to care about, to be with, that adding these things on top of it, adding these burdens of needing to be more than we are, needing to do more than we can, just adds this undue stress, this undue uh, abstract <clears throat> notion of doing, effort, striving, proving, that is just not necessary. It's just not necessary. You don't need to do any of that. The world is going to move on without you. That's going to be the hardest part of this to take in. At some point in life, you won't have one. And so what that means is that, yes, you won't be able to witness personally unless there's a reincarnation or something like that. You get to witness this slice of your existence. Beyond that, it's other people's job. It's other people's process. Contribution is passing the baton. Contribution is participating in existence. Contribution doesn't necessarily mean doing. It might mean, and usually means, being. And that's practice with being present. That's practice with developing your unique intelligence and understanding your unique intelligence, your unique offerings, which may not necessarily, again, be about active engagement in anything. And it might. It might be that you have this immense skill and ability to rally people and to move them and to inspire them. And hopefully you do that in a positive way. Or it might simply be that you are good at doing a daily task And you do it every day and you show up every day and you do the thing. That's also very beautiful. We can get very much caught up in scale that I have to do X, Y, and Z to be relevant, to be valued, to be seen, witnessed, appreciated. And you don't need to do any of that. You don't need to save the world. It is not your burden to carry. And you can put your weapons down. Take a moment to breathe in. And let it out through your mouth. Breathe in again. Release. Remind yourself when your head is spinning, To not stop it or fight against it, just to thank it. Thank you for worrying. Thank you for planning, for trying, for striving, for trying to figure out how this all works. Thank your heart for the desire to help, for the desire to be witnessed, to be present, to be alive, and for the fullness of that beautiful unique experience and then thank your gut for the actions for the breaking down of food for the ability to respond and to be present and to be grounded with your feet on the floor thank you for listening to this sort of meditation <laughs> this is a, this thinker philosophical meditation of sorts and i hope you get away from this take away from this that the pressure you're applying doesn't need to be there whatever it is you need to tend to tend to it whatever it is you're not doing may not be yours to worry about so let it go and tell yourself yes i can let it go i do not need to save the world i am not the savior of this experience. I'm not the savior of my family. I am already doing my best.